Hello and welcome to the Forever Snooker podcast, a podcast for the fans of snooker, by the fans of snooker, with me, ZK. We have um, plenty of podcasts from uh, professional snooker players, from snooker journalists and uh, pundits, writers, but hardly any podcasts with, uh, that involves the fans. So it's, it's something different. And we only started it at the beginning of the year. And uh, first of all, apologies for the background noise. Uh, it's being recorded uh, near a lot of traffic and uh, other stuff that's been happening. Also, apologies that there weren't that many uh, episodes of this podcast during... Uh, March due to a personal issue but hopefully there will be a few more this month especially with the uh, world championships coming up and uh, for which the uh, qualifiers are currently in place and as I uh, record this podcast Deshawat Pumshan is playing Mink in his first round qualifier And uh, we'll be talking about the qualifiers, but before we start talking about the qualifiers, a little word on the uh, tournament that finished a couple of days ago, the Tour Championship in Hull, which was won by uh, Sean Murphy. And it was the second uh, of these tournaments, these ITV tournaments that he has won this season. And... uh, he won it pretty well in the end, he played well, and he deserved to be the winner. And uh, this was actually was his fifth, well, his second ranking title within five weeks. And uh, he won it after going down 4-0 to Kyle Wilson, who looked as though he was going to do to Sean what he did to Ding in the semis. But uh, that didn't happen in the end. It was a 10-7. And uh, it was a 10-7 scoreline. Murphy played really well. There were four centuries and uh, 10 breaks over 50 in the final. Altogether, the uh, tournament was... uh, I would say a reasonable tournament by the end of the uh, week. There were plenty of people there, but earlier on, uh, most of the auditorium was empty, uh, which uh, looked a little bit sad, I would say. And I think there were a couple of reasons for that, mainly uh, not the big star names were not there, John Higgins, Mark Williams, Ronnie O'Sullivan, Neil Robertson, but also, I I would say that it was it was staged in Hull, and uh, it's a new place for this uh, for any tournament. I don't think any tournament has been staged in Hull before, and maybe such a prestigious tournament as uh, such a prestigious and big tournament as the Tour Championship. I don't think it should have uh, been staged in Hull. Maybe they could uh, stage a different tournament next next season. And the Tour Championship can move back to Wales, where it did really well. 
So anyway, Sean Murphy, he, um, talking about it, he, uh, he won £150,000. He's doing really well this season, and uh, he'll be one of the favourites going into the World Championships, which we will talk about hopefully later on regarding the seeds and, uh, and stuff. One other point of note uh, that happened at the Tour Championship, uh, Ryan Day made a 147 in his match against Mark Selby, a very good 147 as well. And he also made a 16 red clearance, which is uh, um, some not something that you can you see every day. Uh, so that was something uh, something different. The best match of the tournament was the semi-final between Sean Murphy and Mark Selby. Uh, a match uh, that was a, a late-night thriller and uh, deserved whatever the out well it doesn't well whatever the outcome was it deserved a, a deciding frame and it did get that so that was a uh, good good thing in the end and now we will uh, talk about uh, the uh, the crucible seedings before we go and uh, i give you my predictions of who might qualify from the world championship uh, qualifying that is uh, currently being staged and it's second day at the moment as we record this podcast so after the uh, the final of the tour championship the the top 16 for the crucible was uh, finalized and uh, these top 16 players then automatically uh, go to the crucible the rest have to qualify so the 16 that have qualified I'll go in reverse order at number 16 is Ding Junhui and uh, Ding Junhui will be absolutely delighted actually and his fans will be as well a lot of his fans in China where the, the, the fans of snooker in China will be delighted especially with what's been happening with the, a lot of the Chinese players this season and to see Ding automatically qualify for the uh, uh, the Crucible is uh, a good thing for China and snooker and all. And uh, he's going to be a threat, that is for sure. He's played well this season. He reached the final of the UK Championship. And he could have won that had it not been for a comeback from Mark Allen in that uh, second session. And if he had won that, then he would probably be a much... Uh, higher in the in this in this order in this seeding order but nevertheless uh, he's, he's he's been playing well he hasn't won any other anything else but he did win a non-ranking event the six reds world championship in thailand uh, so it just goes to show that he you know how well he has played without most of the players in this uh, uh, top 16 are either have, have won at least a tournament in the past uh, two or three seasons uh, Ding is probably the only one here that has uh, uh, you, you can see that he's been playing really well without actually winning anything and uh, he deserves to be in the top 16 he might, he probably would not have been in the top 16 him and uh, the number 15 who is Gary Wilson had uh, uh, 
Zhao um, Jintong and Yan Bingtao not been suspended, then the, uh, the, this, the order of the 16 would have looked a lot different. But he's, he's, he's there, and he is there by right because he's played well. And who knows, even if uh, Zhao Jintong and Yan Bingtao were not suspended then, uh, who knows if Ding Junhui would have not got into the top 16 anyway. Next on the uh, on the list is number 15, Gary Wilson. Gary Wilson is a former uh, World Championship semi-finalist. He won a tournament this season and uh, he's also been playing well. And uh, I think he deserves his place there as well. And uh, he will be a threat as well. Especially in the quarter that he is in. Which we will talk about in later on. A little later, it's it's a tough one, but I think he he likes playing the big, big big get big guns and in, in, in on a big stage, and I don't think uh, it's not like he doesn't have experience. Because the Crucible, as I said, he reached the semis in two thousand and eighteen, and lost to Joe Trump, who eventually became the uh, the champion that year. So, sorry, twenty nineteen, not twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, twenty eighteen was the Mark Williams year when he won it so uh, I've got a good feeling about Gary Wilson as well I think he might do well uh, number 14 is the ever present Stuart Bingham the 2015 world champion he uh, hasn't had a great season but because he's in the top 16 uh, then it just shows you that he's, he's not done that bad he's maintained his place and uh he'll have added something extra to play for here uh, because if he doesn't do that well he might lose his top 16 slot if somebody below him plays better and gets a good run at the world cruise at the world championships so he's got more things uh, to probably worry about and he probably wouldn't really want to lose his top 16 players and because of that reason i don't think he'll probably do well at this at this year's championship Number 13 is Robert Milkins. Now, Robert has had a couple of great seasons. started towards the back end of last season, then has continued this season, and he's made a lot of money as well. He deserves it all. And uh, he's got a, a very good ranking there of number thir- 13 uh, seeding as well, and he, and he des- deserves it, I'd say. How well he will do with the World Championships, I don't think he will do that well. He's not have it does not have a great record so i'm not gonna not, i don't really think it'll do that well i think any of the qualifiers uh will be hoping uh i think one whoever plays him from the qualifiers i think that match will be good and uh, i think one of any of the qualifiers will probably hope to take him on because he's uh they'll be happy to play him even though a lot of people will be saying that he's out had a great season and he played well in the Tour Championship, gave uh, uh, Sean Murphy a good game in, in their match. But uh, I'd say that he's not that great the Crucible and he's... Uh, I wouldn't really uh, put any money on him to do any well there. Number 12, Jack Lezowski. Now, Jack, uh, uh, last season at the World Championships beat Neil if you remember that second round match uh, um, great match uh, but uh, 
hasn't had a good great season that's why he's fallen out fallen down the rankings a little bit but uh, he's getting exposure at the crucible he's he's getting experience as well so if he gets a good first round if he gets through the first round I'd say he might he'll probably be a great threat in going forward and because he's not had a great season he's probably going to be fresh as well so uh, I'd give him I'd, uh, I'd uh, look at him during the world championships I think he might might be one of those that might surprise us this year number 11 Ali Carter coming to the crucible as a seed and that too as number 11 uh, a pretty high seed for him and again a threat for whoever he plays uh, uh, if he gets through his first round as uh, similar to uh, Jack Mizowski if he gets through the first round he might be a threat depends on who he plays uh, uh, at the in the first round and I'll have a look at the quarter and who he might play in the second round but uh, I would say that Ali Carter if he's on his game he does well but if he's not he, do, he won't do well and uh, again I'm um, I'm going, not going with anybody this uh, year at the Crucible to do well, that has done well this season. I'm going with players that have took a back seat to come to the front and uh, perform well at the Crucible this year. So Ali Carter is uh, probably not my, one of my recommendations of uh, uh, to put some money on in this tournament. Number 10, John Higgins, ever-present in the top eight. Uh, former world number one, former world champion, multiple world champion, but at number 10, a disastrous season for him, uh, you would say. And uh, to see him at number 10, it's uh, it's a bit worrying. It is really worrying. But the Crucible is a place where he has performed well. He's done well. He plays well. He never, ever plays badly unless he has the odd uh, session or odd bad day so i would not write him off on the basis of his seeding it doesn't really matter if he's 1 10 or 16 he he's a threat he's a threat to anyone because he's number 10 he's going to play some of uh, the the big guns probably earlier on in the year uh, in the round if, if they all uh, goes to draw if, then that is going to be a big match whenever it is the second round it's going to be a big match number nine Luca Brussel good season for him he's been doing well the last couple of seasons and uh, his ranking testifies to that and brilliant performances from this year from him as well he started uh, doing really well in the middle tournaments and he always performs well uh, as well so Luca Brazil at the Crucible though well there's no we don't really need to talk about that because we all know his uh, his his uh, record at the Crucible so but saying that if he does manage to win his match there his first match there then you never knows whoever knows but again not one I'd say I would uh, put my house on then we're into the top eight and at number eight it's mark williams and mark williams is always a threat and if uh, you are saying that he's not going to win anything else he always comes up and does win and for me mark williams is a huge threat and i would say that 
he's in a tough quarter we'll get to that in a bit but if he comes through that quarter if he gets through the semi-finals it's he's the favorite for me he will be the favorite so if he wins his uh, quarter if he wins his three matches which i think he should do he should do i think and uh, he's the favorite for me out of the four whoever are left so it's all depending on his first two or three matches number seven kyron wilson's played beautifully at the tour championship is a always on form at the crucible a former runner-up also a, a very huge and big threat but again um, this year i'm not going to back any players that have done well this season i'm going for the players that haven't really done well so i'm not i don't think i think kyle wilson is probably going to be one of the uh, the first big shocks of the tournament i think whoever plays him in the first round is going to win him out of the qualifiers is going to defeat him so my that's one of my uh, uh predictions i think kyle wilson is going to go out of the first round number six neil robertson well he was number one number two and now he's falling down to number six uh, another season this time last year he was one of the favorites going to the world championships he was winning tournaments left right and center but now he's number six in the world as well and he's struggling i'd say but as i said just before and i've said it and keep repeating it i'm going with players that i believe that haven't performed well this season to come good and he's one of those and i believe he is a definite semi-finalist and uh, i think uh, the problem with him has usually been uh, the uh, the best of 25s he has difficulty winning those but i think he will this year this year and i think he probably has a good chance of uh, going deeper in the tournament so he's another of my uh, with mark williams and ding uh and neil robertson is another of my uh, uh favorites to do well at the tournament number five jude trump now you can't write jude trump off uh, potential is in the top half by the way so and uh, look at his quarter in a bit but uh, um i can't see him uh, losing any any time earlier than the semi-finals so for me he he's a definite semi-finalist and from then on it, you know it depends how well he plays but for him to win the tournament i don't think he will win the tournament i think it'll be uh, if he does reach the semi-finals it'll be one of the other three but uh, he will do well in this tournament this year number four sean murphy now he'll probably be one of the big favorites going into this tournament having had a great season winning two big tournaments in the latter part of it uh and playing well and scoring heavy uh continuously but as i again i don't think he's going to do well at the crucible and uh, he was in the final a couple of years ago lost to mark selby now i don't think he can sustain his form i really don't think so but you know i've been proven wrong in the past and 
I hope I get proven wrong here because it's nice to see him play uh, at the Crucible when he does play, especially in the f when he came and won as a qualifier in 2005. So I hope I'm proven wrong because it'll be uh, it'll be a, a nice watch to see him from the first round to the final uh, because he's a great player to watch. So let's see. Number three, Mark Allen again. Great player, first season, one of the players of the season, the best player of the season, many would say. But then, as, uh, since then, second part of the season, um, looks like a completely different player. And I don't think he's going to win. I think he's, he's one of those players that I believe is going to go out in the first round. That's what I'm saying, because uh, that's what the Crucible does to you. Uh, it's not like the other tournaments where he's been winning matches and then tournaments themselves by playing really, really bad, and he'll say, he'll admit to that himself, and he has. So I don't think that's, I think he's going to get a tough first round draw as well. I think one of the big qualifiers, probably someone like Barry Hawkins or someone is, if Barry Hawkins manages to qualify, is probably going to take him, take him on and probably, uh, um, destroy him I'd say I think it's probably going to get uh, uh, thrashed in the first round that's what I'm saying so let's, uh, let's see if that happens we'll, we'll know more about it when the draw comes out in ten or, ten or 9 or 10 days Net number 2 Mark Selby again a lot of people are saying that it's going to be Mark Selby's year I don't think it's going to be Mark Selby's year because I don't believe in somebody who's doing well this season to play well at the Crucible, so I don't think it's going to be Mark Selby's year. I think Mark Selby uh, might win his first round, but probably not his second. So I'm thinking about Mark Selby not winning. It's not going to be his year. No, I wouldn't go with that as well. Next, at the top of the table, is the defending champion, the world number one, uh, the seven times world champion, Ronnie O'Sullivan. Uh, what can you say about Ronnie? Mm. He's uh, he's either going to win it or he's going to go out early. That's what I'm going to say. If he wins his first round and his second round, he's going to win the tournament, I'd say. Uh, because he gets better and better as it goes along. If he doesn't meet one of the other people, players that I've uh, talked about, especially Mark Williams in the quarters, he's definitely going to win it. He'll have to play really well, but we're going to talk more about it now because I'm going to talk about the actual quarters, and he's got a really tough quarter he has, especially the second round match, so we'll go straight into the quarters. Ronnie O'Sullivan's in quarter race. If he wins his first match, he will probably play Ding if Ding wins his first match, and I don't think that will be an easy match for Ronnie because Ding has got the upper hand of him of late and he's uh, beaten him at the Crucible in a best of 25 as well which is what uh, this match will be so this will be a tough match and if Ronnie does manage to win it then I, that's what I'm saying that he's he then either going to play Luca Brassel or Mark Williams if it goes to seeds and Mark Williams has got I'd say he's, if he wins his first match he'll defeat Luke Brassell and then he's gonna be up against either Ding or Ronnie and either way I think he's got he's probably gonna if it's Ronnie it's gonna be a big match and I can't really uh, 
split them apart that much, but if it's Ding, I think Mark will win. That's why I predicted that. So that's the quarter. In that quarter, uh, uh, we still need to talk about the qualifiers, which haven't been determined yet. But I am going to go that uh, for my uh, prediction for that quarter is Mark Williams. I will go for Mark Williams from that quarter. The second quarter is uh, Jutro. And if he wins his first round match and Jack Lizowski wins his first match, uh, then it will be a battle of the uh, of the friends uh, and I think Judd will win because he mostly most of the time does beat Jack so that's uh, not a great uh, seed part of the draw for Jack Wazowski to be in and uh, it's uh, a pretty easy I'd say uh, path to the quarterfinals for Judd where he will either play Rob Milkins or Sean Murphy there's a potential one more clash between Rob and Sean, and uh, I don't think either of them will be in the quarters. I, that's my prediction. I think it'll be a, a qualifier from that uh, spot to be in the quarters, and that's why I'm saying it'll be Judd in the semi. So I'm looking at uh, Mark Williams and Judd Trump in the semi finals from the top half, which will be a repeat of last year's semi final. So that's my prediction. And I think Mark Williams will defeat Jude this year. Then the the bottom half begins. It's Mark Allen and Stuart Bingham. Uh, Ali Carter and Neil Robertson. Oh, that's tough. As you can see, it's very tough. So, as I said before, I'm not going with the top three. So, I'm looking uh, for a qualifier to get through from the Mark Allen, Stuart Bingham section. And the Ali Carter, Neil Robertson. I'm looking at Neil Robertson to... Uh, get through and I think it's a very easy draw for him uh, if uh, whoever he plays in the early round he gets through so for me Neil Robertson is already in the semi-finals that's for me you know Neil Robertson already in the semi-finals and that's why I predicted him earlier on as doing very well in this tournament and then we have the bottom half Kyron Wilson John Higgins potential second round clash and if it does happen I don't think it will though but I think again it'll be if John Higgins it'll be either John Higgins or a qualifier in the quarters and in the bottom half it's Gary Wilson and Mark Selby again it's a very good draw for Mark Selby uh, no disrespect to Gary Wilson but uh, again if Mark Selby wins then he'll be definite definite semi-finalist from that side However, I'm going for a qualifier. My prediction is that we are qualifying in the semi-finals from the bottom quarter, even though that bottom quarter is very, very difficult with all those players, and I, but I don't think any of them will manage to get to the semis. So for me, my semi-final lineup is uh, Ding Jin Wee. Sorry, sorry, not Ding Jin Wee. My semi-final lineup is uh, Mark Williams and uh, versus Joe Trump and uh, Neil Robertson versus a qualifier and I'm expecting a uh, Joe Trump or Mark Williams in the final against Neil Robertson and I believe it will be Mark Williams and Neil and I believe Mark Williams will win the tournament so for me I'm going with Mark Williams if he gets through so that's my predictions uh, are based out of the uh, the seeding structure, however, 
it'll be different once the qualifiers are determined and uh, I will then give my uh, actual different type of predictions then but we will need to wait for that which nicely brings me on to the actual qualifiers and who I believe will qualify from each of the 16 groups which I believe uh, will go by the group we'll just call it the groups so from the top section qualifier one now I'm not going to go and talk about each player I'm just going to give you my uh, my prediction I think it'll either be Yuan Sijun or Ryan Day I don't think any of the other players will do well and I don't even think Ryan Day will do well so I'm going for Yuan Sijun as uh, qualifying from that uh, top that part qualifier 2 for me again it's a qualifier section where we have Ken Doherty and Rian Evans Jamie Jones uh, Zhu Xi and Pang Jung Soo and I'm going for another Chinese player again Pang Jung Soo I'm going for I think uh, he has the game uh, to defeat all the other players in this section and I don't think Jamie Jones is playing that well to come back to the crucible for more of the heroics that he has performed there in the past Qualifier 3 uh, now, there's only Lines here who's uh, been playing well of late. Uh, there's Michael Holt and Ben Mertens. And uh, the obvious ones are Anthony Hamilton, Jimmy Robertson. But I'm going to make some wild predictions for the qualifiers. So I'm going for Ollie Lines here. I'm definitely going for Ollie Lines. I believe he can do it and uh, get to the uh, the world championships i don't think he's ever played the world championships or the crucible so i'm going for all the lines uh, qualifier four again it's uh, it's the uh, the round that's got james k Holland, stephen hendry elliot slesser liam highfield joe long labor fan ian martin ryan thomason uh this i mean it's a tough it's the tough one this but once again, I'm actually going to go for another Chinese player. I'm going to go for Zhou Yulong. And I believe with all these Chinese players that have been suspended this season, I believe there will be a good turnout of Chinese professionals at the wall, at the Crucible, nevertheless. So Zhou Yulong qualify number four. Qualify number five, we have uh, Jackson Page, who did well last year. Hossein Wafai and Martin Gold and a few others. For me, I'm going for Hossein Wafai. Hossein Wafai I'm going for because I think he is... He played well last season. He's played well this season. And uh, I think he might just make it through. So, so far, it's Yuan Zijun, Pang Jung-Soo, all the lines, Yeoju Long and Hossein Wafai. So, uh, only one Englishman in there which uh, is going to make if it continues on this way i'm predicting it's going to be a very interesting world championship qualify number six uh, again uh, not many players in that section that i would uh, uh, back uh, to win the world championships um, so um, from the qualifying 
the most notable that comes uh, is Joe O'Connor. I don't think Sam Craigie will get through or David Grace. So I'm going for Joe O'Connor there. Qualifier 7, we have Sanderson Lam, Michael Giorgio, Pengus Song, Liam Pullen, Mark Davis, Mitchell Mann, Liu Hoation and Joe Perry. You would expect Joe Perry to do well, but I, I don't. I expect Liu Hoation to get through. So, because I'm picking all these non-English players, I've only picked two at the moment from England. Qualifier 8, uh, we have Deshawad Pongjang, the match I'm watching right now. He's a, a frame down to Mink while I record this podcast, and we've got others there. As I said, Mink, um, Barry Pinches, Ross Bullman, Matthew Stevens, Fraser Patrick, Jamie Clark, David Gilbert. Who would go through? I don't think it's going to be David Gilbert. No, I'm going for Jamie Clark. He played well at the uh, Crucible a few years ago, and I think it's, it's his turn again. Qualifier 9, um, Ben Wollaston, Anthony McGill, and Chow Yu Peng. It's going to be one of those three. I'm going for Chow Yu Peng, um, just because I'm, I'm going for out-of-the-box predictions. Uh, qualifier number 10 is the uh, West Dan Moody and Jimmy White are in. Markov was... Uh, Martin O'Donnell, well, that match has already been completed. Andres Petrov one is out. Zangander, Nopan Sankam, Jagudok. Nopan is a good player in this in section, uh, but I'm going for Jagudok. I think he's got a good stable game. I think he'll do well, and I don't expect Jimmy to win his first match. He's got a tough opponent, and Martin O'Donnell. Qualifier 11. Graham Dalton, Mark Selton, Peter Lines. I'm going for someone different here. I don't think Graham Dot or Mark Selton will get through. Uh, I'm going to go for Dean Young. I'm going to go for Dean Young here. Just a wild prediction. Qualifier 10. Tip Chayon, No and Ricky Walden are the two names that come to mind. And then we've got Mark Joyce and Ian Burns. I think it's turn... Uh, Time for Tep and No. He's had a pretty good season, so why not? Qualifier 13. Tom Ford, Dominic Dale, CG Yahoo, or Jordan Brown. I would say CG Yahoo. I think you're getting the gist of where I'm going here, aren't you? Uh, qualifier 14, is it now? Wu um, Yijie, Chris Wakeman, Tian Peng Fai, Michael Wide. I think it's Tian Peng Fai. Qualifier 15, Rebecca Kenner, Alfie Burden, Julian Boyko, Mohamed Assis, Stuart Carrington, Alexander Olsen, Bakker, Fan Zeng Yi, Stephen Maguire. Can you bet against Stephen Maguire? No, you can't. I'm going to give Stephen Maguire the, the benefit of the doubt here. And the final one for me, Qualifier 16. The most obvious one is Barry Hawkins, and of course he will qualify. So for me... Those are the 16 qualifiers, we'll go through them again. Juan Zijun, Pang Jung-soo, Oliver Lines, Yo Yu Long, Hossein Wapai, Joe O'Connor, Liu Hayushin, Jamie Clark, Chao Yu Peng, Zhao Gudong, Dean Yong, Tep Chaya Unnu, Xi Jiahu, Tian Peng Fei, Stephen Maguire, and Buddy Hawkins. So, I think we will stop it there. It's been a pretty long podcast we've talked about whatever we need to talk about i'll make another podcast probably later on this week uh, just before the final qualifying rounds 
of uh, the world championship and then maybe one after the draw is done uh, let's see if it works out like that so this has been zk with the forever snooker podcast if you want to take part uh, send me some questions and stuff or be on the show then uh, be on the podcast then you can send me an email at uh, qzk at me.com qzk at me.com and uh, that's uh, that's it take care